Okay, wait. One I don't more think time. it really matters. Okay. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. No. That's okay. Well, that sounded better on my end. Really, it sounded way worse on mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Joe was a little laggy today, actually, for me. Joe? Joe. His, like, oh, words Joe. and his movements weren't syncing up. Yes. So I wonder if maybe, like, there's just a little bit of a lag. This is highly plausible. Yes. The The depths of the internet... Uh, the the bounds of the internet have been pushed in 2020. <laughs> yes. But it's been pretty good. Like, my aunts and I all talked over Christmas, or th- sorry, Thanksgiving, and they were going, oh my gosh, we have four people on this call all over the country and all over the world, and it's working. <sighs> and they were just so impressed. And I was also impressed. It does, like, no. I, I, I am occasionally agog at the capabilities we have. I, too, am occasionally agog. That's a really good way of putting it. Especially when the first time that I came to Germany in 2008, my host mother did not have internet at home. Or she didn't. She she had it, but she only had it on at certain times, or she didn't use it that often. Again, I think this was the time when you had to pay per, like, megabyte for internet okay and Mm -hmm. so she just didn't have it on and then i think actually we had to connect via ethernet not via um valon and so the only way that i could call my dad was through the landline at the school and pay a zillion dollars no 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 at the school school they had like free international calling so you had to sit in the room with everybody it was like a computer room with the telephone and you could dial home Oh, that's cute. It was cute. <laughs> that makes me think about Pingree Park or, <clears throat> sorry, the CSU Mountain Campus. Oh. And, you know, I had to do a course up there for mm-hmm. one month. Oh. Um, five credits in four weeks. Oh, my gosh. I was dying. Everyone just talks about how much fun it is. And then I got there and I was like, it's fucking so hard. I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the... You know, there's very limited, you're in the middle of the mountains. So there's really virtually no internet. Mm-hmm. I think there's pretty much no internet. And then you could send occasional emails or postcards home. And it was like summer camp, but with learning a lot, <laughs> really fast, scientific names of every animal mm-hmm. and plant you could mm-hmm. find up there and other things. I in 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 um in theory sounds like a wonderful time. It was it's and it, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure yeah. Mm. It's both wonderful and really hard. <laughs> and absolutely horrible. And absolutely horrible. I don't want to like rag on it too much just cuz I know how sad everybody is now to not get to go or mm. like when there were the fires they oh, couldn't yeah. go and so it's like it's a privilege. No, so I, I Things can still be privileges and difficult, yeah. and you can still not oh. enjoy them while you're doing it, but yeah. appreciate the time that you spent there. These are not mutually exclusive. Oh my gosh, Paris, that was beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I just think it's really important to remember that, that things can be both horrible and beautiful at the same time, and they can be mm-hmm. horrible, but enjoyable at the same time. <laughs> 
I, I don't know. It just, I think that a lot of people think that they, again, that they are, they are one or the other and yeah, like 2020. No, we're, multifa- <laughs> we're, we're multifaceted and our experiences are multifaceted. Absolutely. So. Those are beautiful reminders. Before we get too far into our wonderful chat, do we want to quickly introduce ourselves? Yeah. Who are you again? <laughs> well, it's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> My name is Simone. Oh, what a and beautiful actually, name. Actually, I don't know if you realize this, oh. but you're on a podcast right now. Heyo. Hey. Hold the phone central. Yeah. <laughs> what? And what is your name? <laughs> huh. Oh my gosh. Oh yes. It's a capital. Oh, capital city. Capital. capital city in Europe, which I am in reminded Europe. of many times. <laughs> yes. I'm Paris. Nice to meet oh, you, Simone. So good to meet you after so long. We haven't gotten to record just the two of us for a little bit. No. So it's... this is fun. As per the usual. (laughs) So you're Simone. I'm Paris. What are we doing on this podcast again? Well, this podcast is My Friends Friends. And it's where we get our friends together and introduce them to each other and play games and answer questions and Um, Just have fun and giggle and um, be silly. And then also you and I get to kind of explore friendship in general and our friendship. And that's a whole that's a whole deal. It's a pretty lovely deal. I'm really liking it. I'm a big fan. I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. (laughs) Number one fans. Number one. one. Well, uh, we, we can tie for number one fans. Yeah, I think that's we, why I put an S on. Then I think we now have five listeners over the four that we had wow. a few weeks ago. We've grown so much. I know. I if mean, you grow that's twenty percent. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, how does the math work for that? I think. Is it? Oh yeah, probably. Mm. I mean, anyways. Well, I don't have degrees in engineering. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, <laughs> so. You know, like you said, the the pod is is what it is, and we've really much, really much, we've really much enjoyed it. <laughs> Very much. We have en- really much enjoyed it, Paris. Good. I I approve. Okay, thank you. So, what what's been your experience so far, Simone? How, tell me what you've been feeling. How have you? What have you enjoyed? What have you liked about it? What have you not liked about it? How are you feeling right now? Uh, I feel really good overall. Um, My favorite episodes, I think, are our group hangout episodes where we get to meet each other's friends and have our friends meet. Like, Mm -hmm. we just love that so much. And I think other people love that so much, too. So Mm -hmm. that's been really fun. Um, I love reading our book together. I can't wait to keep doing that. That's been, like, a huge highlight for me. I know we've only done... We're only a couple of chapters in, but I'm still like so excited just thinking about it. Well, I think that to just cut you in for a second. Yeah. What jump in here. Um, I have really enjoyed actually reflecting on what friendship means. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I think that 
in the past, I have definitely reflected on what type of friend I want to be. It was a while ago. It was a long time ago. Um, Yeah, you're really good at that. Oh, well, thanks. (laughs) But I've never really explored the idea of friendship and how it permeates through the rest of your relationships and your life Mm -hmm. with somebody. And so I've just really enjoyed talking about friendship with you in a in Mm -hmm. a way that I've never talked about it with anybody and then I also think that it's just been one a wonderful way for us to develop our friendship without even realizing it totally (laughs) and then given given this year that we've all been through um (laughs) the 2020 anyone yeah Um, yeah It's been absolutely integral to the way that we've stayed connected throughout the, Mm -hmm. throughout this time. And so the, I think friendship has, in my opinion, has never been so important in my life. Even, I mean, I say even throughout the death of my mother, right? Like Mm -hmm. I think that in this case and especially the situation that I was in at the time of being completely alone in a new country, yeah. The friendship, the connections with when friends. When we started the podcast, mm-hmm. you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. So. Yeah. So what were you saying before I interrupted you? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I, th- I think you hit the nail on the head. I think those have been really beautiful parts of it. Um. I'm excited to... Um, I'm excited to adapt some pieces mm. and just think about what's working really, really well. What should we lean into? You know, what needs to be fine-tuned or adjusted? Um, it's, I need a partner in doing something like this because I feel like without you, without a partner, I would just kind of let it fizzle. You know, I've started Mm. things and I've um, let them fizzle just Mm -hmm. for, I think, legitimate reasons. It's not like that's inherently a bad thing. No. But this has been a creative project that I'm very excited about to keep building on. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just very exciting to me. So. Excellent. Yeah. Any any other thoughts for, for you on pod things? Just like on how it's been going? I have surprisingly enjoyed the social media aspect of it. You have been, you've <laughs> blossomed, Paris. Oh my gosh. It has been, I mean, I just like to have fun with it, right? I just, yeah. I love the website. I think the website is super cool. And I just hope that. It's for me. It's the it's the hardest part, right? Is writing the little blurby blur, the blurby mm-hmm. blurbs, um, blurby blurbs about They're real things about what we've been doing on the episode, yeah. and kind of coming up with those pieces of it. Um, that has definitely been out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Show notes are hard for for a lot of people. Yeah, can, just yeah. can we just make it like math equations? <laughs> <laughs> Then it's easy. <laughs> I know. Formulaic. Uh, formulaic. Um, but I have, I have one, appreciated the opportunity to 
learn from it, right? And the support that you give me is so great. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's very flattering. I mean, so every time I'm like, Simone, I don't know how to do it. It looks, it sounds terrible. And then you're like, um, I made like one small tweak, but it's great. Yeah, no, <laughs> and- that's. That's how it is. So I have, I've really enjoyed that. And then I will say, I have so much fun with the Instagram. I just really like being able to be myself in those, in the posts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just have a lot of fun with it. I hope yeah. that people read things and laugh because I know yeah. I'm giggling up a storm when I write them. <laughs> I'm the funniest so person funny. ever. <laughs> I know. We think that we're both so funny and... I love it. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> no but... shame. <laughs> so that's uh, what I really enjoyed, too. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Who knew you were going to like it? Mm. You were so scared. I was. Still am. Mortified. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing great. Thanks. Um, so that's kind of looking back on this recent set of ep- episodes that mm-hmm. we've done. We've done a good chunk. Yeah. And looking ahead... To those next, to to another, you know, chunk of eps. I think that we are going to take a little pause. Yes, we have discussed this, and I think it's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Because everybody should take time to reflect on themselves, (laughs) like we're talking about. Um, Mm -hmm. So that is definitely the plan. This is uh, the last episode for... An for undisclosed amount of an time, an indefinite amount of time, not super long. No. I think probably a couple Mo- of months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. There was so, mm-hmm. well, we'll see what the world brings. But in theory, you were supposed to be here for Christmas with Andre, and we were going to have mm-hmm. a workshop, <laughs> an in-person workshop. Um, but we will evaluate the. By workshop, do you mean like Santa's workshop? Is that what was happening? I mean, there was going to be a tree. Andre was invited. And someone I know can hook us up with all of the delicious German treats. Yes, (laughs) I know. I know. Uh, Well, as things stand right now, it's, uh, you know, there's COVID. (laughs) And then um, some big news Mm -hmm. on our end. Yes. Yes. Andre, my wonderful, super smart husband, mm-hmm. has been admitted to the Royal College of Music in London. So we are very excited. Um, and from as of recording this on the 6th of December at 7.15 p.m., our understanding is that we need to move to London before the end of the year, (laughs) (laughs) which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is a little wild, and we will see what the next two weeks brings us, but we'll keep everybody posted, (laughs) and in this little pause, we may be relocating, Mm -hmm. and indubitably... We'll be doing some fun pod evolution that we are so excited about. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So 
Excellent. So we kind of had a rhythm with the first few episodes where we started them out while we were getting our feet under us of like a couple of eps a month. Then we did a few months of episodes every week. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of tapered off with doing a couple of episodes every month. So um, we'll keep everybody posted on our progress. Yes. We can't wait. Stay tuned for 2021. And the comeback of my friend's friends. <laughs> yes. But before we go, mm-hmm. I think we had some fun chats planned. We did. Okay. So you had sent me a couple of weeks ago a yeah. podcast from NPR called Life mm-hmm. Kit. Yeah. Yes. And it's something that you and I have talked about a lot when we're with each other. And a little bit mm-hmm. on the podcast, I yeah. think. Uh, mm-hmm. But this, it's, so this episode was titled "How to Cope When Friendships Evolve," and mm-hmm. so we want to do a different episode where we go a deep through dive. a deep dive of this because there's some, there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. But one of the things that I did want to ask you on here, they're discussing, and again, this is something that I 100% totally believe in, mm-hmm. and. They say that you will not get closer to your friend if you do not share who you really are. And that stuck with me. And if you're not vulnerable with your friend. Yep. And then she, they say, so like, don't forget to be yourself when you're with your friend. Yeah. Which to me is just a duh situation. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Otherwise, mm-hmm. what's the point? Yeah. Um, but I know that the vulnerability it can be difficult for a lot of people. <gasps> and... Mm-hmm. So I was just curious if you had any thoughts on how long it takes you. Do you think about this type of thing? Does it do you mm. do you kind of hold back some of the vulnerabilities with friends or mm. and I think I already know the answer to this question. Or are you just a full you're my friend, you're getting all of it right now. Yeah. I mean, I think it probably in different phases of my life has looked differently. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, I think I err on the side of being vulnerable and being my real self. Mm-hmm. Um, since, Good. Yes. Sorry, I'm going to just interrupt you right there. So somebody, speaking of that, somebody recently contacted me and told me that when they listen to the podcast, one of the things they, and they don't, they've never met you, they just, they said, that you sound very honest and that you're not acting or filtering things and that you're, yeah, that you're just a genuine person. And his impression is that she could say bad things in a nice way. (laughs) Okay. so I am taking that as a compliment. Yes. It's more of the. A big compliment. A huge compliment. Yes. Basically saying that. The way that you present yourself as an honest and unfiltered person means that mm-hmm. when you have something to say that's maybe hard to say or mm-hmm. maybe somebody doesn't want to hear it or something like that, that the way that you come across isn't as criticizing or something of that nature. It's truly mm-hmm. wanting to find out the problem and <laughs> evolve. So anyway, that is very generous and kind. And I do just to answer the question, I do feel like I am 
you know, most of the time my honest real self. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like there has there have been even like deep friendships like we've talked about mm-hmm. where due to distance or resentment on my part uh, because my personality type can be a little bit like passive aggressive. I think that my natural reaction to feeling hurt is like withholding myself uh, because I am the greatest gift on this damn planet, okay? I am an Enneagram 2 and a strong one and our vices pride. <laughs> and... I have had some thoughts that you would just laugh at, you know? I think Enneagram 2s are in love with people, including themselves. So, <laughs> well, so you're pretty lovable. Um, well, thanks. So that I think that's like my general answer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it might depend on yeah, like stage of life. Mm-hmm. And I I'm also grateful. I've kind of thought about this recently. I'm grateful to be raised in a time where girls have been taught to be themselves mm-hmm. um and yeah like i think that messaging has gotten better and better over time mm-hmm. but i do think we grew up in a time where yeah we were just encouraged to like be yourself mm-hmm. um self confidence was like a good thing and encouraged thing and um it wasn't something that i lacked and uh <laughs> in the sense of like i think my mother my mother still quotes me like looking in the mirror probably in high school and being like i look good you know like <laughs> and it's not like i was you know wearing all this makeup like she thought i should be wearing more uh-huh. you know putting in more of an effort <laughs> and um but i just was like comfortable because mm-hmm. i think we had some decent, you know, messaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think? What about you? I think you're very open and you're very much yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very much myself. But I think yeah. that I am myself everywhere. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just not worth pretending to be somebody that you're not. And it's so similar to your saying that you, you're like, man, I look good. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of self-love mm-hmm. and I think that that's also where it comes from is that mm. I am lucky. I, I know I'm very lucky to, and it's not a pride thing or anything. I'm just very lucky. I love who I am and I don't yeah. want to, I don't need to change myself mm-hmm. or to, uh, I, I, the, I want to attract the people that are the same in that respect, right? Yeah, that, like, also love themselves. Yeah, and and even if you... So, uh, how do I say that? I think it comes down to, again, if if I am genuinely who I am with people, Mm -hmm. then they feel that they can be genuinely who they are with me. And that's what it... And then... Bing, bang, bong. Maybe they can... If they don't have that self-love piece, then maybe they can find that as well. And mm-hmm. so I have, I went through a phase of my life after my mom died of thinking that I didn't want to get close to anybody ever again, <laughs> which I think is a 
logical 15-year-old. I think the loss, like, I, I have that thought recur. Mm-hmm. I'm sure not to the same extent, but um, with lots of friendships now where I'm mm-hmm. like, I really love this person, but I have this little butt in my head of like, well, this other friendship didn't last mm-hmm. forever and I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Like, how could I get super vulnerable with mm-hmm. this other friendship and then be hurt later? Yeah. Like, Well, it, so exactly. And that's, I, I thought everybody leaves no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. They either die because that's inevitable yeah. or yeah. they leave. Yeah. And fortunately, that didn't last a very long time. And yeah. I just decided that life is so much life. The the people in your life make your life. Right. Mm-hmm. And so why would I not, why would I not want to make those connections and have those experiences? So in any, yeah. in any situation, whether it be familial or friendship or romantic relationships, I'm always on the side of well, it's better to have loved the, and and lost yeah. than never loved at all. <laughs> to quote every movie ever. Um, oh my gosh! But I so and part of that. So so yeah. So I I, I had that thought after my mom died, and then, but mm-hmm. but at the same time, she instilled in me. She really instilled in me being myself and being true mm-hmm. to me and asking questions and curiosity and these types of things. <sighs> and so, yeah, I, I I am definitely vulnerable with people because I want them to feel just as comfortable as I feel with them. And then similarly, yeah. those are the type of people that I want in my life, right? And yep. my mom always said to us, what you think about, you bring about, right? And how you how you behave uh, is what you attract. Yeah. So yeah. if those people, if, if there are people that I meet that, that don't <laughs> that uh, get down with this, then yeah. <laughs> they don't need to. Gosh. <laughs> so funny. It's, it's not, a, and again, it's not a hubris thing. It's not a pride thing. It's just, it, it just... Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That is just lovely. Well, thanks. <laughs> well, okay. So I have a fun question for you. Mm. At least I think it's fun. I hope it's fun. Um, I want to hear about your... Okay, well, first, before I ask the question. So you have done... Worked really hard on your career and evolving it going to school multiple times multiple schools um you enjoy your job or your company that you're working for now Mm -hmm. um but I'm just kind of wondering like what's your dream job what's your dream if you're just pie in the sky you know dream job um regardless of you know where, where you could live anywhere um, I, I know what you'll say for that one, um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I'm just really curious about that and kind of how that relates to like, oh, did you think that, you know, maybe mm. that's your job now? Did you think that that's where you were going to be? Mm. Um, like that you're like such a beautifully, you know, driven, intelligent person. And I just think that's such a cool part of 
uh, your life, and I'd love to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um. Hmm. So the long story short is pretty much doing my dream job. Okay. In a in a multiple faceted way. We're all about multiple facets this, yes. this episode. Multiple, yes. So when I graduated from undergrad with my bachelor's, I knew that I wanted to get a master's a, a, a master's in engineering, mechanical engineering, because I knew I wanted to go deeper. When, mm-hmm. I, when I graduated, I thought that I wanted to do uh, engine design for BMW, which I still think would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But if you think about the general concept behind engine design for BMW, mm-hmm. that is what I do. It's just not for BMW, and it's not engines. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's flux capacitors, as we're it's well flux aware. flux capacitors, yes. Yeah. So in that respect, I, I do have my dream job. And it's, it, mm-hmm. it's so it's, but it's also interesting because I went and I did work for BMW for a period of time. It was not mm-hmm. doing engine design. I was doing logistics planning, which was, for me, very boring. Mm. And that's when I said, mm, nope, mm-hmm. <laughs> not going to do this for a long time. And that's when I found um, CSU, right, and did the the master's there. And yeah. I kind of fell into the discipline of engineering that I'm in, but I always knew that I wanted to do something with combustion, again, engines and combustion and fluid mm-hmm. sciences, thermal sciences and fluid sciences and so that was the focus that I went into so that's what my master's is in right is in uh, thermal Mm. and fluid sciences this is the part where doc pushes the banana peel into the flux capacitor right yes exactly. that's what you study and there's some like heat that happens and the capacitor fluxes and yeah science boom Time travel. <laughs> Time travel. So I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And so the company that I work for, when I started working for them, I was not doing design work. I was doing okay. manufacturing, but I really loved the exposure to engineering. I loved the team that I worked with. And then when I moved to England, essentially what I did for four years in England was equivalent to engine design for BMW, just with, again, different components and for a different company. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed it. And the thing I love about my company is that they encourage you to explore different roles and different departments. I've worked in manufacturing, I've worked in R&D, I've worked in customer engineering, so that you can get this kind of well-rounded understanding of everything Mm. that goes into the product okay so i would have to say that i am doing my dream job (laughs) yes i love that i'm just lucky that it doesn't uh it's a i'm just lucky that it's a good job um Mm -hmm. and i'm very fortunate to work for the company that i work for yeah. So I'm very boring. And in my German, no! in my German lessons, sometimes we talk about this stuff. And okay. they're like, what would you do if you had a million dollars? Or again, to learn tenses, right? Yeah, yeah. And, I would. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, and, or what, what's your dream job? And I'm like, 
pretty much would just continue doing the same thing I'm doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, okay, just make something up for the sake of the lesson. Yeah, basically, which I just can't because then I'm lying. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, so yeah, that's, that's my, again, I'm really boring in that way. I just absolutely, and even this year it was really rough and I questioned this move and I questioned the position that I took, but there's, but I always knew that if for some reason this position didn't work out or for some reason this move didn't work out, I still had people at in England in my in, in my old role and all all over the world in this company that would support me in finding a new position or that would mm. that I mean my boss, my old boss had an opening in the department that I left and he even contacted me and was like, Hey, you want to come back? Yeah. And I was like, I don't think it works that way. I, <laughs> I mean, you know, so it's, I, I, I don't know what I, where I'm going mm-hmm. necessarily with a position, so to speak. People mm-hmm. always ask me what, what, you know, where do you, what, what role do you want next or these types of things? And I just continue to say, I want to, con- I want to, I want to get up in the morning and I want to be able to not wait to get to work. Yeah. So whatever that means. So that's my dream job is purpose in the morning to get up mm-hmm. and continue doing what I'm doing to, to totally. for it to not matter. Is it a Monday, a Sunday or a Wednesday? Mm-hmm. So it's been rough this year. I will say it's not always yeah. rainbows and unicorns. No, but I think that if you, for me, you know, I, I know that these things take time. I've moved a lot. <laughs> I've had a mm-hmm. lot of different roles um, yeah. in different companies. And you always have to give something new a chance and time. Yeah. And then after a couple years, I, in my head, it's always a couple years. That's my time limit Yeah, for the most part. Uh, if it's really not working, then... Mm-hmm. You are allowed like you, to change things. You think things. like, okay, I'll try this for two-ish years, mm-hmm. and then I'll reflect and I'll think, am I liking it? Mm-hmm. I, can I, you know, yeah. make changes if I want to? Or yeah. I mean, when I moved from Colorado to take this job originally, right in the U.S., mm-hmm. I did not like where I lived. I could not stand it. Um, mm-hmm. But I was like, there was an end goal, right, to be yeah. in, to be in Europe. So now. I don't really know what the end goal is. I think it's just yeah. to continue enjoying my life. Yeah. And the the to then bring it back into something too and to bring it back around to my mom. Maybe uh-huh. maybe we've already talked about this, but everybody I feel like in life we all kind of want a purpose a bit, right? We want to mm-hmm. what are we doing here? Why are we I think humans, yeah, we mm-hmm. are purposeful beings. And so it's really rough to figure out what your purpose is or to figure out quote, what makes you happy. And Mm. so for me, very early on, I realized that I need three things in my life. And Mm. one of them is the job, Mm -hmm. uh, which I prefer to just say (laughs) a hobby that I really like to do for nine hours a day. (laughs) That makes me money. Yes. That makes me money. The job, uh, the people slash love Mm -hmm. in my life and then the location and everywhere I've lived and every job I've had and everything I've said, there's no reason why I can't have all three. 
mm-hmm. right? So in the U.S., I had the people, I had the job, I didn't have the location. Yeah. In England, it was pretty close. I had the job, yeah. I had the people, I had the location, but I still wanted to live and work in Germany and try it, yeah. right? So here we're working on, we're working on it still. But yeah. now I've got the location, the job is almost there, and yeah. I've got some really good people here. Yeah. And it's been hard to that piece without COVID, that piece would have really snapped into place for you, I think. Mm. And because of COVID and the timing of everything, mm-hmm. it's really held back that piece for you in surprising ways. Um you have found some really deep relationships there, yeah. but not in that really fulfilling way, I think, in the in the overall sense, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Yeah. And so um, I love that your timeline is like two-ish years, so, <laughs> you know, what, or maybe longer. Maybe COVID year is a, a oh, little a bit of a... pause button. A pause button, <laughs> and then we reassess, and yeah. so... But, but I like that. But again, you know, I think that that's we can't have instant gratification, right? It mm-hmm. just doesn't work that way. So, and I know we've talked about this, but even starting in September, right? Work started picking up. It started uh-huh. making more sense. I got a yep. new boss. He's been absolutely fantastic. I, you know, like I said, work was finally making And how me long happy had you again. been there at that point? In Germany? What month was that? So yeah. that was September. That was about mm-hmm. 10 months here. It took me eight months in mm-hmm. Italy to really have that like, okay, this is not horrible. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> this is like feeling, you know, there's mm-hmm. some traction. There's mm-hmm. some hope. There's some, I, I got my job mm-hmm. at eight months basically. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, but I think it just takes a really long time. Well, it does. You know? It does. Oh, the further away from your your normal mm-hmm. you get the more time it takes yeah maybe well and then and then you know and again i already had wonderful friends here just not in in Würzburg. Um, mm-hmm. and then you know at the end of september met somebody real special <laughs> <laughs> so um, that has also yeah. really helped so mm-hmm. like you said that's why i say it all takes time things don't yeah and I'm used to being patient, right? When I left Colorado, you know, I left knowing that, like, again, two years, maybe I have to live in this this place. And mm-hmm. all right, what's well, two years? You know, yeah, you can do it. So that's my answer to your question. That's a wonderful answer. <laughs> I love that answer. Thanks. So then mm. now, tell me. <laughs> I for wanna, me yeah i want to know what your dream job is because you have such a diverse i'm a very boring background engineering no. engineering engineering it's not boring it's focused focus oh thank you yes. focus i have a very focused background yes. you on the other hand have a very well now it sounds <laughs> unfocused no no uh a, a, a broad a, a maybe broad. thank you Who's doing English I, today? Yeah. Simone. <laughs> Simone speaking English today. A broad um, background. Mm-hmm. Well, so <laughs> we we know that I got my undergrad degree, my bachelor's in 
natural resources management, so basically environmental science. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, I would teach, I would be a, maybe I would go into um, lobbying. Mm. Um, I love politics. Mm -hmm. I love, I minor, I double minored in a few, it was a couple politics, (laughs) uh, just a couple different things, you know, because like the cor- basically the mm. the curriculums overlapped enough that it was like, eh, take a couple glasses and you get this other one too. Yeah. Um. So environmental affairs, politics, whatever, and um, and so I I just knew that like I had the people skills, but I, and I lo- and I'm passionate about um, environmental science and like climate science and that kind of stuff, but I didn't know. Mm. how to I wanted to give myself the hard skills basically and then I knew that I had the soft skills to apply um but I ended up working actually for the college that I graduated from for three years once I graduated just because a lot of the work is seasonal Mm -hmm. when you graduate with a degree like that Mm -hmm. and um, I wasn't really finding anything exactly right for me. Um, I still think I would really enjoy like nonprofit. Um, mm. there's some really amazing organizations just in Fort Collins where we lived, mm-hmm. um, but all over the world, you know, I think I would love doing something like that someday working, um, incorporating that piece more. Um, but then once we moved, um, actually, before we moved, I just wanted to say I worked for a whitewater rafting company oh directly out of college, not as a guide, mm-hmm. as a like admin working with customers kind of job. Um, and it was horrible. Um, I hated it. It was just a company run by rafters, uh, which when people decide to start a business doing the thing that they love, Mm. as opposed to somebody who loves running a business who decides to like focus on one area, Mm -hmm. um, that's different. Sometimes it works well and sometimes it doesn't. And this one was such a poor work environment that anxiety prone Simone would come to work and literally like physically react to being at work um I would get like my I get styes on my eyes Uh when I'm stressed and so I would like get a sigh at work and then it would like be gone by the next morning because like my anxiety levels had dropped um so that was pretty terrible, but then I found my position that I worked at for three years back at the college, mm-hmm. and then we moved here, and it took me a while, but I knew that because Perugia is so small, in in the sense that, like, people here don't really speak English, mm-hmm. um, so if we were in, like, a northern city, I could probably find work doing, you know, yeah. at an I could find English speaking work that yeah. I could that I would be able to do, but I couldn't hear. So I found this remote job that turns out my boss is amazing. I love it. <laughs> we get to help um people who have like a handmade business. So people making things like candles, ceramics, jewelry. 
Um, we get to help them grow their businesses. And that is like so incredibly rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um Mainly because she is an amazing boss. I mean, she's a business coach. And so it's basically like having uh, this incredible, like, professional coach, mm-hmm. like, as my boss. Yeah. So that is just absolutely fantastic. Um, and And so that's been a really rewarding experience. And I'd love to continue that to some extent, um, working with her. And... We've kind of done some dreaming of like what our business could be and what my role could be, you know, mm-hmm. down the road, like mm-hmm. five years from now or, you know, as soon as Corona allows. Yeah. And one of my passions has always been event planning. So I have always done event planning, whether that be through not in a professional sense for mm-hmm. the most part, more um in a um through like student organizations that I was a part of um uh religious organizations that I was a part of you know my role just typically ended up being working on events and I loved it and then like one day that snapped into my mind is like oh my gosh, I think I want to do this professionally. Mm -hmm. So while I was in Colorado, I actually applied to some event planning jobs. I got, you know, kind of far along in the interview process for one of those positions, didn't end up getting it eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's okay because I knew I was going to be leaving eventually. Yeah. Um, But it's something that I've shared with my boss because she's so, like, she wants to hear like what we're passionate about because then when those opportunities come up, so that's why I'm always trying to tell my friends, like tell your bosses what you want. Like even if it doesn't feel like you can actually do it right now, just tell them like, yeah, I work for a fully remote company with people all over the world. Sure, event planning doesn't seem like it's going to fit into the like, super short you know um the 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 picture soon Mm -hmm. but actually when we think about all the cool places our company could go there could be a lot of opportunity for that and do you have to sneeze (laughs) it's gone oh no i hate that so okay Anyways, um, so there could be a lot of opportunity for that. Um, I love to incorporate, you know, with whatever events I'm planning, making sure that they're quote unquote green, making sure that they're eco-conscious, making sure that that is an element. I think big, big, big dream of mine is like, I want to plan a, an environmental festival, like in a city, uh, Ooh. wherever I live and, I just would love to, you know, I, and I don't know what it would look like, but basically, you know, bringing in food, maybe entertainment, and local businesses together in a really beautiful way that's focused on, um, what I don't know, the Green New Deal, what a, a policy, like yeah. bringing together these really cool elements um, into this into an event-based um setting 
uh, my family, I or my extended family, the actually we've mentioned her on the podcast. AJ and I have this connection. Her name's Carolyn. We call her Muggy. Mm-hmm. And she is the director of Farm Aid. And Farm Aid, for those who don't know, is a um, festival focused on benefiting family farmers. The board includes Willie Nelson, Dave Matthews, John Mellencamp, and Neil Young. Oh and then they have these artists from, you know, Nora Jones, like... Jason Mraz has sung. I got to meet him at farming. I'm he's like my favorite. <laughs> um, just so I love that. Um, and it's just this festival that brings together, you know, food, music, and totally all benefits family farmers for this uh, weekend long uh, event. And it's gorgeous, and it's such an inspiration to me. So that is um, that's kind of one of my dreams. So do you have a name picked out for the company yet? Not at all. Okay. Zero. That's... I don't even know if it would be like a, yeah, mm. company, company. You know, that is still very intimidating to me, even though it, mm. that's silly, but because I've seen somebody execute it um, who's very approachable and relatable, but that still feels like. <laughs> well, we, I, the way that you organized the podcast when we first started talking about it right yeah and I didn't know this so uh spoiler alert I did know that this was her dream job before I asked her this question (laughs) um but when you told me about that immediately I was like uh yes (laughs) like duh that's actually the reaction that I get from like people who know me when I tell them Mm -hmm. like oh I want to plan events professionally Mm -hmm. It's always that reaction, which which to me is like, oh, confirmation. <laughs> yes. So bada bing, bada boom. Bada 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 boom. <laughs> it's your flux capacitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I I just um maybe we can incorporate that somehow into the podcast as well to give you Someday. more you know what's the right word? Fulfillment? Mm. No. Well, more is like experience. A, I don't want to say experience because you have experience. That's not what I'm. I know. It's more like that's the thing is like I was doing all this research on like how to get hired, you mm-hmm. know, as an event coordinator or you know get a job with an mm-hmm. event planning firm, and all of these people, everyone you talk to says you don't need a degree, you don't need like mm. formal education in this. You just need experience. Yeah, and like, I just was like. But I have experience that I'm not getting hired. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, so. I kind of mean it as a way to showcase your portfolio, right? Yeah. That's so. Maybe someday we can someday. do a My Friends Friends in Person event. That sounds like that'll scratch a big itch for me. Excellent. I love bringing people together I in know. the name of friendship. <laughs> literally what and we're all planning. about. And planning everything. (laughs) Planning and friendship. Uh, Not robots. (laughs) Meet more. more. (laughs) Actually, that is a really perfect circle back, I think, Mm. to to our chat. I think that's a really good little spot to wrap on. Perfect, because I have 
four minutes and I must get to a German lesson. <laughs> Yay! Virtually. This was a joy. Um, I wanted to see what... Oh, we're doing... We're, we're not doing damn it sentences. <laughs> but this time it's questions with was für. Okay. So... Anyway, all right. Well, Simone, will you will you tell our listeners where they can find us? Absolutely. Okay, listeners, listen up. You can find us at our website, myfriendsfriendspod.com. You can find us on Instagram, where Paris is a genius. So come say hello at myfriendsfriendspod. And send us your love letters or hate mail. <laughs> I Paris would like the, to read eh? the hate mail. I would like to read the hate mail. <laughs> Please send her the hate mail. <laughs> Please send me the love letters because uh, I can't handle criticism. <laughs> and please send those to myfriendsfriendspod at gmail.com. Wonderful. All right. Well, thanks so much, Simone, for chatting with me on this Sunday night. We got some nice rain drizzling outside. It's a cozy, cozy winter. Cozy night. Cozy winter evening. I'm about to go eat some goat stew. Not even joking. I know you're not. I thought you were going to say goat's cheese or something like that. Goat stew. No. Andre made his own Mexican cheese. God, this man. I Go know. enjoy your stupid Mexican All cheese right. with I'm your I'm getting out of here husband. with my goat stew. <laughs> All right. The prince of music, I've been calling him because he got into the royal college. I told him I get to be a princess oh now. My gosh. Oh, this is good. The prince and princess are having goat stew tonight, everybody. <laughs> And I'm just going to go practice German. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, I love you. Later. I love you. Too. We love you, listeners. Bye. Bye.